This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Okay, I love this story. Oh, jeez. Someone went through old newspaper articles from 1923 to see what experts were predicting back then for 2023. Oh, no. So this is like, you know, the 100-year right, prediction. Right, um, Some of them have come true, like constant airline traffic, America's population topping 300 million people, and being able to talk to someone in real time through your wristwatch. Ooh. Yeah. So they Buck, were nailing it then. Buck Rogers stuff right there. The ones that haven't happened are kind of fun, too. Number one. People will work a max of four hours a day. Morning shows. <laughs> when the DJ DJ thing didn't work out, he became an astrologist. <laughs> he became a psychic reader. <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, the headline for that one was, No More Hard Work by 2023. Oh. Wow. No more hard work. Well, we're trying to get there. <laughs> yeah. We are starting a movement over here. We're on our way. Wow. Number two, no ugly people. No ugly people. They thought that beauty pageants would become obsolete because it would be almost impossible to choose a winner. (laughs) Well, from from my cheap seat, it seems to be going the other way. (laughs) Anyways. Um, women will paint their teeth black to be fashionable. Okay, well, that kind of happened. Well, and we do... We went through... We, a, we put charcoal on to whiten the teeth, so I guess... Went through that goth phase, I guess. Uh, gasoline will be replaced by radio waves. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Well, electric cars. For sure, right? The average life expectancy will be 100 years old. Another expert said 300. Oh, well... well now, the average in the U.S. back then was just 57 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, right now we're around 76. The oldest living person is set to turn 119 next month. I mean, some of that stuff, there was wireless technology in in the 20s, right? Sure. Radar, all that stuff. Sure. Wireless technology? Wasn't that going on? Yeah. Oh, look at you. Look at you proving me wrong over there. Well, no, I'm curious. Oh, Oh, man, are you defensive? We had... uh, um, only in the 1920s, the transmission of speech through radio tele- we telephony, have, telephony, we have some early began to radio. replace wireless tele- telegraphy. Jesus Christ. There you go. Initially, many felt that the dense telegraph system negated the need for wireless to communicate on land. What'd you say? Oh, negated. What else? Easy. Um... Flying from Chicago to Germany will only take 18 hours. A little conservative on that one. It's half that now. Yeah. Nine-hour flight. Half that with the Concorde. Cancer will be eradicated. Uh, well, you know, we're getting there. Holmes. Oh, I don't get the conspiracy. Did you just call people. me Holmes? <laughs> Holmes won't have kitchens anymore. That one basically said we'd have ways to make food using chemical formulas well, and wouldn't need to cook. He predicted DoorDash. Right. <laughs> 100%. That's hilarious. I have a DoorDash story. So last night I'm doing chores at the barn, right? Just wrap up. So I go to look at my phone to see if my special lady friend sent me anything. And here's a message that says, your DoorDash order has been received. Uh-oh. I had not placed a DoorDash order. Correct. So I was like, what? And so I open up the app, and it's an address I don't know. Oh. In Crick, but it's an address I don't know. And they'd use my Venmo to pay. 
So, and I'd had like whatever, a $20 credit on there. So then I went in my Venmo. I started kind of freaking out because I was like, oh my God, does somebody have access to my cards and my apps and what's going on? China. China. It's TikTok. Um, so I'm on with the customer service dude. I was like, hey, I didn't place this order. Uh-oh. And then all of a sudden my phone rings and it's my child. He's... And he's at the school. somewhere else. And he would like me to know that him and his friends ordered DoorDash. And I was like, in the future, please just send me a text previous to ordering so that I'm not sitting here having a mini heart attack that somebody's got into all my stuff. And he's like, yeah, sorry, dude. Quick Trip is not that far from the school. Yeah. could have walked their asses up there. You tell me one of them doesn't have a car, but it's fine. Where did they DoorDash from? What was it? Quick trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought you were just using Quick Trip as an example. No. That's hilarious. They got a family order of waffle fries, <laughs> some Gatorades, some how Pringles. Of, how long a walk was it from the school to Quick so, Trip? So, okay, from school to Quick Trip is probably six minutes. Uh, no, no, no. Oh. Uh, 35 minutes, oh, maybe. Oh, oh okay. Um, there but go. there had to be somebody in there with a car. But listen, they DoorDash Quick Trip, and it took an hour and fifteen <laughs> minutes to get there. <laughs> Me and my fr- my waffle fries are soggy. That is funny. That is funny. Oh, kids! Kids! Yeah. You can't beat them. Well, you can, I guess, but uh, you shouldn't. I love it. And I gave him my DoorDash info for when I was gone in in Ireland in case he needed anything. Right. You know. And here he is. Wait, he never used it when I was gone for a month. Created a monster, man. <laughs> Dude. man I'm telling, you, that's what Quick Trip does to you, man. You you get that French fry vibe. Oh yeah, one of them ordered the like some fry. sort of egg roll thing. I don't even know. I'm like, I didn't even know Quick Trip had that stuff. Yeah. Whatever. They it, clearly cracking listen, me up. They li- clearly listen to the show and are motivated to uh, <laughs> right try out everything in the menu. Uh, so they kind of nailed that one. The other one, uh, telepathy will exist. They said that we'll be able to speak uh, telepathically with babies. Uh, a lot of something I've been trying to do with my cat for yeah. a couple of years. <laughs> I haven't figured that one out yet, but that's all right. Still trying. I believe in you. I'll figure it out when I win the Mega Millions and I donate. You know, I create a lab- laboratory and hire a bunch of people. We'll figure it out. Put a j- diode in his brain. I can't wait for a laboratory. Laboratory. <laughs> Uh, what else? Those are, those are, some of those aren't bad. I know. And then the last one's weird. Kidney koozies. Like a beer koozie, but to keep your internal organs warm. Uh, like a, a heating pad? I don't know. What? Isn't what about uh, uh, space travel? Anything in there? Um, I don't have that on here, no. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think that was in... The realm of thinking. Well, we were I flying. Mean, I mean, you know, you'd think that they would have, somebody would have said something, you know. I don't know. We had the automobile. The Harley would have been 20 years old. I mean, flying, you know. Sure. Interesting. When None the, of these dummies thought about it. When was the first jet? Would that have been uh, Germany? I don't know. Who flew the first jet? Probably the, When was the first jet? Probably the Nazis. 1939. Oh, 39. Yeah, there you go. Was that Germany? Um, oh yeah. Hans von Ohem. Hans von Hockabay! <laughs> Worked with Ernst Heinkel. Jesus. They sound evil. It's just... The- yeah, and then they had the V2 rocket and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, they were... Wow. 
Man, so that was like, yeah. Too, too I mean, bad was, they were assholes because they were ahead of the curve on some of that stuff. Well, and you know, we took some of those people and gave them safe haven here. True that. Yeah. I know. 100% true. Yeah. Um, very messed up. Well, yeah. Not necessarily the Germans, but. Yeah, they were Germans. It's a it's a fact. We brought Nazis over here and gave them new lives. No, I was talking about their scientists and oh, stuff. Probably yeah. not necessarily Germans. But. So, anywho. Wow. Never forget. That's Hans a, von Ohan. That's a Hans von Ohan. <laughs> Ohan. Oh, Hans von Ohan. <laughs> People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke that skin wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't get hug every cat. Can't hug every cat. So anyway, I am a cat lover and I love to run. I'm sorry I'm thinking about cats again. I really love cats. I'm thinking about cats again. I wonder how she's doing. Who that? Debbie, who sang that song. Oh. On her dating profile. Yeah. Oh, man, I wonder if she's found happiness. Anyway, I should look that up. Uh, give me PC2. I think my cat's going to talk. He's super needy and uh, can't do anything without me. Uh, well, that's... He can't even close his eyes. He doesn't want to miss a thing because he loves me, baby. And is my little boy. Disgusting. It is disgusting. A Maine woman created a new program to help seniors, uh, not only with the cost of adopting a cat, but then finding the cat a new home when that senior kicks the bucket. Ah. Um, so here we have Liz. She's a volunteer at uh, Spirit Place, talking about why she wanted to create the Forever Friends program. I said how sad it is that a lot of people are so concerned about what will happen to their cats when they go. So Lee and I worked out this program, which I we named Forever Friends, and I got a small grant from the Maine Community Foundation to finance it. We agree that if anything happens to the senior, that we will take the cat back to the shelter and find another home for it. And it has been very successful and really, really heartwarming to work with these people. Stop uh, crying over there, you big baby. Uh, well, I thought most of the cats at those homes were just house cats, you know, just roaming free range uh, well, this isn't necessarily at like a. Yeah, they're at their home. Well, sometimes those assisted living or right, right. Yeah. They'll have like their own apartment. Right. Yeah, so you got to take care of. The Aren't cat. you about ready to move into one of them? Man, I'd love to. I love <laughs> sit and watch the Weather Channel for hours and try to get make my cat talk. I mean, it's like I'm a psychic or something. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Can't play golf. I'll just sit and watch it and try to talk to my cat. Oh, hell no. All right. Uh, so that's kind of a nice program. That's there. very nice. I hate that when you'll see, like, uh, a, especially like an older pet, yeah. like a senior dog, yeah. will be posted up for adoption because the owner died yeah, and the yeah, kids yeah. don't want it. Yeah, right. I hate that. And then I'm always like, who are these kids that are assholes that won't take that dog? Well, they probably got three cats, and 
another dog or something. I know, knows. but in my head, they're just yeah. assholes. Yeah, I mean, it's they're there to help <sighs> imperfect, situ- imperfect situations. Oh, God, yes. I didn't even know I was Let's saying Let's pause. <laughs> I think I'll lick myself. Um, I wish I could, John. <laughs> if I ever move back to the country, uh, I would like to... Uh, the country. The country. If I ever move back to the country, I would like to... Uh, I'd get some of that outbuilding. I'd like to start like a... What do they call that where you take in? A puppy mill. Uh, older... Uh, <laughs> Older animals. Yeah, like a sanctuary. Like a sanctuary retirement center for older animals. But I, I'd like to have the space to do it. But I would love to do that, too. I would like to do it for old horses. Sure. And, uh, and old cows. They could come out and live out their, their lives. That, yeah. That's a good way to go. Like, thanks for your service through She's the like years. Charlotte's and... Web out there in yeah. Maison Maine. Just burying dead animals yep. every day. <laughs> <laughs> well... Don't say the loud part, Sorry. the quiet part loudly. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's nice to give them a nice, respectful. Well, totally. And I think about that, too. Like, you know, you'll see those kill pen posts. I had to unfollow all those god dang uh, the, the rescue places yeah. because I'd give 20 bucks here and there. And I was looking at my finances and I was like, oh, my God. One month I gave like 240 bucks away. Whoa. You know, trying to save some freaking saddle bread I'm never going to see. Jesus Christ. Oh, for horses. Yeah. But you'll see, like, they worked hard and did all their stuff their whole lives. You know, those Amish horses, whatever. And then they get thrown into a, onto a trailer to go get yep. slaughtered. And right. It's just like, man. Yeah, they don't. Uh, I don't think the Amish are in it for pets. No. They got places to go and. And butter to churn. Just to be like, here, go eat grass and hang out with yeah. your friends. Yeah, it'd be, that'd be nice to have that space to mm-hmm. do it. But maybe we could start that. We could open one. When of you those win things. the lottery, dude. Totally. I promise. You can buy the land. I'll yep. take care of it. Yeah, love it. All right. Absolutely. It's a deal. Deal. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, the foot that was floating in Yellowstone National Park Hot Spring has been identified. <laughs> the uh, National Park employee found what appears to be a partial human foot. Uh, the foot was still inside the shoe, which I assume makes it float. Uh, let me get this straight, ma'am. This Stephen Curry is mostly. Foam, mostly air, air, lots of air in a foam product. Piped or pumped up the Reeboks before he went in. The uh, foot was still inside the shoe, floating in the abyss pool, which is near the west thumb. And uh, an investigation has been underway since the foot was found. And uh, they identify it's a uh, wait, where'd it go? Oh, it's a 70 year old. Where did my story go? I'm the worst reporter ever. Yeah. I don't know why Sorry, they. I, do. I don't know why they let me do this. Uh, you know, none of us really do, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! Oh, it's a video. To, oh man! You want me to find it? Yeah, it's a seventy-year-old guy, and they don't think any foul play. Mm-hmm. He was, I believe, from Los Angeles. You think he uh, he did it to commit suicide or whatever? Does that make him the sole survivor? You need to stop. Uh, 
I, again, you know, I've been in Yellowstone 100. There's just signs. I guarantee you. Yeah. He had no suicide note in his right. car, but they found his laptop computer, notebooks, and handwritten poems. He was trying to get his cat to talk to him and got frustrated. Well, I can relate. <laughs> I think the last way I'd want to go is a hot spring. I mean, they're pretty. <laughs> from about 30 feet away. Uh, They're it... so big. You don't even need to be close. It is weird out there. You can go on the boardwalks and stuff and get right on top of them, over them in a lot of cases. But uh, I ain't never been there. And the structures, for the most part, you have to go out of your way to kind of be a dumbass. Because People manage to do it all the time, and it's something. They're very well structured and up to date. It's not like, uh, you know, the wood is rotting or anything. I mean, you've got to be pretty stupid to... Well... Go get to go is it, fall in. Is it a quick death? Like, does well, it, how I, hot is the spring? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You'd be burning. I mean, you're getting boiled. I probably oh. quicker than oh, usual. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Investigators use a relative's DNA sample to identify him from the human remains in the shoe. The documents didn't describe finding any other remains after a search of the abyss pool and surrounding area, but did note apparent fatty tissues floating in the 140 degree Fahrenheit pool. Oof. E. Yeah, there's some potatoes in there. And go to town. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm gonna do some morbid googling. Yeah, I always wonder how many people have been thrown into a hot spring to get rid of the body over a hundred years. And there's probably a percentage of people that want to just dip their toe in it, just to say they did it. You know. Falling into a hot spring can cause death in just a couple minutes. God, mm -hmm. that's going to be some long minutes. Yeah. The heat would cause rapid blood loss and cause blood vessels to burst. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is not going to be good. This is what happens when you fall into one of Yellowstone's hot springs. Oh, I'm not. Dude, can Forbes stop see, with they, the damn pop-up? See, they ought to post that on one of the one of the bulletin boards as you walk, right. walk into the uh, Grand Prismatic there in Yellowstone. Right. You should have to sign a waiver. Scientifically <laughs> speaking, what exactly happens when you tumble into one of those pools? Yeah. Is it slow and painful like being eaten by a sarlacc? Oh, Clearly nice. written by a Star Wars uh, fan. Good for you. Dude, I'm so excited I'm ha now. Happy for you. Or is it more like taking a brisk walk across the surface of the sun? The details, although fascinating, are horrific. Do we want to hear this? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Um, the first thing that would happen is that your body would register that your skin is bathing in waters around 199 degrees. It would hurt like nothing. You can possibly imagine, but only for as long as your nervous system could register pain, which won't be more than a minute or so. At this temperature, your skin would quickly break down and begin to disintegrate. Your blood vessels within your underlying dermis would rupture soon afterwards, causing rapid blood loss. Some underlying skin layers, instead of breaking down, will lose all their water and become leathery and blackened. And your underlying uh, fat would soon bubble off, too. What well, takes care of my fat problem? <laughs> Looking for a diet? All in all, this is known as a full thickness burn. Hey. Thickness? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
It would happen in less than a minute in these waters. Your nervous system would also enter a state of shock and become irreversibly damaged. This would ensure that plenty of your organs would fail if the extreme heat stress had not already shut them down in the first place. In other words, once you're in, you don't want to be bothered getting saved. Yeah. So with you dead within no more than two to three minutes, the acidity of the water then takes hold. Some of the hot springs actually have mildly alkaline waters, but many, like Norris Geyser Bison, the one that this other dude here fell into, are incredibly acidic with pH values of around 2. With such high acidity levels at such high temperatures, even your skeleton doesn't stand a chance. Within just a few hours, an entire human body in one of the hot springs will have completely dissolved into nothing. Oh, wow. Like the Terminator dip. The hot molten. Dude, uh, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, they should post that around there. I don't know why people have a problem with authority out there i don't know what it is bears wildlife bison hot springs it, it's it's really interesting to me dummy versus nature <laughs> dummy versus nature that ought to be, you ought to have to go through an interactive video or, a, or a, with a ranger but that's the thing about this well i mean obviously this guy was did it intentionally but yeah, right, uh right uh even up by, at Rocky Mountain National Park. Every place you go into around the park, there's videos playing about bears. Sure. And somehow people still manage to screw it up. Yeah. They still take chances. Right. I, 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 people hear about this, and you think every one of them is a wake-up call, but they, no. they don't. People still. They got to get that picture. They got to get that. Right. Whatever. TikTok. Right. So what do, what do we think here? Is it like another Four months before we get our first bison oh, yeah. versus yeah, you make a you got to make one sacrifice to the uh, to the <laughs> yeah. boiling gods every summer, and then you're okay for five years. Yeah, to the hot springs, and then My they, they, God. Cal- they calm down and go back to sleep. They go, mm, bunion soup. Mm, yes, we're fine for five years. We have been fed. Yeah, that's wild. Joe versus the hot spring. This one so, like, for, for like, a, basically a full minute, you're going to be yeah. feeling that stuff. Yeah. It's got to feel like forever. Yeah, there's a reason out there Those the, in a lot of those places. I mean, you can wander off and be stupid at any moment out there. But, I mean, um, you know, we're heavy, heavy trafficked. Mm-hmm. Like the Grand Prismatic, I'm, whatever I'm probably saying it wrong. Uh, we were just out there. I mean, there's eight billion people there. Right. I mean, I mean, it's it's pretty secure if you just stay on the wooden path with rails. Right, but people can't do that. People can't do that. It's it's insane to me how incredibly stupid. Yeah, people, people are. are impatient. They can't wait. They want to take shortcuts. And uh, yeah, how does it say how deep most of those are? It does not. I can look, though. It's like Yellowstone's like the world's biggest crime scene between Buffalo and Hot Springs. Yeah. Um, bu- 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 bum. I don't have the average. Okay. So the Grand Prismatic is 160 feet. Oh, it is that deep. Oh, wow. God, um, that thing's beautiful. There's it's another spring that's about 42 feet. Yep. My God. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to see it, it's phenomenal. Stay on the path. Yeah, I'd like to do Yellowstone sometime. I don't know. We wanna we wanna do a trip to the Grand Tetons. We wanna I wanna do Glacier National and 
before we don't have any glaciers up there. Well, they're gone. You can still get ice. Uh, at the, Al Gore is right. Still get ice at the 7-Eleven, though. How does it work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Yellowstone is so busy, though. If you stay away from, uh, if you stay away from the Old Faithful, uh, you might have a better time. Uh, well, and that's so many people. Part of why I'm not exactly in a hurry to plan a trip out there. People because, on top of people. Right. When I go to a park to observe nature, I don't want to observe your stupid, drooling, freaking kid. If the, if the Grand Prismatic won't get you, the 48-foot motorhome will get you if you're not watching. You know Christmas what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And that's, I'm like, okay, is Yellowstone majestic as hell? Yes. But are there other amazing parks around the area? Also, yes. Mm-hmm. So maybe go to the one less traveled. I, I would say uh, away from Old Faithful. If you mm-hmm. can, if you can hit some of the other areas, you might enjoy it a little bit. And more. like, I don't really like the hot springs. Yeah, great. Uh, uh, Old, Old Faithful is basically a shopping mall with a, a nice uh, geyser. Right. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Yeah, see, in that I could I can hear Avery's commentary right now <laughs> about the how they capitalized yep. on nature and why do we have to make money on everything? So then I'll have him yapping at me, and yeah, nope, we're just gonna do hiking to the Tetons and call her a, a vacation. If I come out and put my thumb over the end of your hose, I can recreate it for you. It won't be that much different. <laughs> I would love it. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, Did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO. Two of Rock's biggest acts will be saluted by the Recording Academy this year, receiving Lifetime Achievement Awards. Duran Duran? Yeah, totally. Um, Nirvana there and Barracuda. Man, I always thought Heart never got their just desserts. Yeah. Oh, across their whole history, across their whole career. I just yeah. thought they've never gotten their, their due uh, credit. Do you remember when uh, Sarah Palin... Would play their song? Uh, no, which one? Did you play Barracuda? I think so, yeah. Maybe and I'm sure Hurt didn't they appreciate like, that. Please no. <laughs> hey, Dimwit. Please Hey. <laughs> hey, Dits. What are you doing, huh? You ain't no Barracuda. You're maybe a Mama Grizzly, but you ain't no Barracuda. Anyway, uh, Nirvana and Hearts Ann and Nancy Wilson will join the Supremes, Nile Rogers, Slick Rick, Bobby McFerrin, and Ma Rainey as the 2023 recipients of the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. Nice. Yeah, so for the first time since the pandemic, the Special Merit Award ceremony will be held on February 4th in L.A. L.A. The Academy is proud to celebrate this diverse slate of influential people spanning numerous genres and crafts yep. as our 2023 Merit Awards honorees. I think they're 50 years next year. Did you just say that? Did I miss it? I no, think, I did I, not say it. I think it's their 50th anniversary next year for Hart. Dude, they've been around since the beginning of the Vietnam War. They've been together forever, man. 
Annie, Nancy, uh, Na- uh, and uh, Nancy was there first, I think, and then uh, she recruited her sixty-seven. S- her sister Anne then came on. Okay, but I think Nancy was in the band first, and Anne I don't think wanted to be in a band, and then they talked her into it. She just started goofing around. It kind of worked out. Yeah, I guess so. I watched a lot, a few of the Heart Christmas uh, concerts they've done. It's really good. They've got you know guest stars and stuff that. So, you know, they started as The Army. The Army. That was their name. And then they changed their name to Hocus Pocus. Yep. And then they changed their name to White Heart. And then they became Heart. Yep. Hmm. So good. I love all their stuff. I really like their 80s stuff, and they glammed it up, too. That was pretty good. They kind of regretted that. They kind of said they sold their souls, but they said there was so much money. They couldn't turn it down. Uh, yeah, right. Like how everybody made a disco song, too. Yeah. Know? Nancy, uh, I saw an interview with her, and uh, she said once on her wedding day, they the, they were mad at her. Her sister got mad at her because they were offered this stupid million-dollar gig to go play somewhere. And she goes, no, I'm getting married. We're not <laughs> going. And they literally were turning down multi-million-dollar day gigs. I respect that. Yeah. Back in the 80s. You know, I mean, did they get divorced or are they still together? Oh, I don't know. And then uh, Ann's husband lost his leg out in Deadwood, South Dakota in a motorcycle accident. Damn. And I think they're still together. I'd have to look that up. Is there a plaque on the side of the road? Here lies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd have to revisit that. I can't remember, but. You remember like their 70s stuff, like the dog and butterfly stuff? Do you remember that stuff? No, oh no, I was not born. Um, the only heart I really know is the Barracuda song. Well, what about love? I know that one, yeah. Huge. Um, That's one they were, had the big teased hair and, and they looked like Bon Jovi. <laughs> you know, and as a child. Bon Jovi looked like them. <laughs> Going through my brother's CD collections uh, when he wasn't home. Yeah. I'll never forget that. And I I had no idea who was a man and who was a woman. (laughs) In the 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was... And and you think about it now, it's like there would be blowback for that. I suppose there was blowback back then. But was anybody really talking about the men wearing lipstick and stuff? Well... Or they were more like... I just and then I also remember like the the satanic cult hysteria in the eighties. I don't remember there being blowback when Motley Crue came out and poison looking like chicks. Right. I, I don't remember us having a problem with it. Isn't that weird? We're like, okay, that's that's that, kinda that's kinda hot. That now there'd be a problem with it and like I, I, have we gone backwards? <laughs> Maybe I just liked uh, Tom Kiefer's shade of lipstick. I, I don't know. I, I don't even have an explanation for it. We're like, yeah, they they look like chicks. It was a weird time. And shoulder pads. Yeah. What was the, What was up with that? Look at that early Bon Jovi stuff. Wow. Yeah, totally. Wow. All they were missing were high heels. And right. I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> what the hell? It was just going came on? out of that. L.A. glam scene out of, oh, this, yeah. out of the uh, early seventies. I mean that that was the culmination of it. I mean that Dude, started that started a decade ago. If you threw a set of tits on Vince Neil, <laughs> I mean in, in his prime. Vince Neil in his prime. In, oh my in, in, god! In like eighty, what eighty four, eighty five, was probably one of the coolest looking. 
They were all so skinny. 80s. Oh, my God. He's, like, he's a quarter of the man he was. But, I mean, he was probably one of the sexiest goddamn-looking guys in the business. Yeah, dude. I mean, he rocked it, man. He really did. And it's like they were as big as fitness was in the 80s. None of them were really buff. They were all very, like. Just skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Natural. All natural. And then just laying everything. <laughs> everything. Hi, how's it going? No, maybe part of it was okay because so many of them did it. Sure. Know? Yeah. It wasn't just one band. But how did you know how does A C D C get as big as they got all those years? It never looked like that. Yeah, they did. They pretty much have been the same forever. Yeah, well, I think it was more just the LA bands where that was all coming out of. I don't think I don't think that was a worldwide phenomena. So it would have been wrong if we just seen like Roy Clark out there with long hair. <laughs> with a wig on. <laughs> Roy with a wig on. I like it. All right, thanks. Have a good weekend. Hi. Cocaine makes you skinny, not Bo. Bo. Boom. There you go. Stop screwing around, you guys. No, I, I am so happy that Hart is getting their due. I am a yeah. huge fan of, yeah. of those girls, man. I know you are. That's kind of why I wanted to do this And they're story. great. And uh, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, the um, uh, Anne's problem with alcohol is very well known. I mean, she was a wineaholic, man. I mean, now, she was she a singer? She was drinking bottles a day. Or what did, what did, I don't know. She goes, and I, I've seen her talk about it a lot. She goes, it just was so easy. You'd wake up, have a pretty glass of wine. All of a sudden, it's two pretty bottles of wine. She goes, it's so, it was so easy to just drink wine all day. That's scary. Because, like, I can't, I can, I'm max two glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. I can't drink a whole bottle of wine. I don't know how people do that. Yeah. It's, but I mean, as consistent as they've been since the '60s, and still are relevant. I mean, yeah. You know, uh, I like to. I've seen them. I've seen them a handful of times. I, I've just. How were they live? Amazing. Cool. Yeah, we got some pictures with them from over in Milwaukee. There at the Riverside, and uh, it's funny when you take a picture with them. They make funny faces. I love it. Yeah, like they do the big wide-eyed, Google-eyed thing. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Like like you caught them off guard. Right. And you see the picture because you don't know they're doing it. And then you're like, you're like, ah, what is she doing? That's awesome. But uh, love them. You should do a dive Maybe on them. Maybe I will. I'll throw it into my, uh, my good old internet machine and visit some heart songs. Yeah. They have stood the test of time. Yeah, those songs, they just... Barracuda? I get goosebumps when I hear that song. Do you? Yeah. Well, good. The guitar, you know, what is that? Yeah, I mean, that guitar riff is... He's in there ripping on a Les Paul. I mean, it's incredible. It's good stuff. We should get stoned and listen to Dog and Butterfly. You got any weed? That's what I thought. Skee-ball! She ain't got no weed. She got weed? That slut. I can't even get a whopper out of her. We're going to get weed out of her. (laughs) Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Touch, give it a little push. Make love to make cannabis. Make love to make Give it a little touch. Give it a little push. Push, push, push. Caress it. Very gentle, very gentle. Grab it, lift it, lift it, fluff it. You can go on and on and on. Back and forth, back and forth, and forth, layer after layer after layer. And 
I love Bob Ross. Have you ever done the Bob Ross uh, paint school? Paint school? No. Scrape. But out you can go there and you leave the first session with your own painting. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time, lady. <laughs> Your first class, you yeah. leave with a painting. He does make it look, uh, feel like you can be an artist. Yeah. They're just scraping out a little tree. I always. I, Somebody I, pointed out something. Just that little scrape sound was relaxing, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. The brush. Oh, I know. Wake up. I, <laughs> yep. Wake up and finish your painting. Uh, somebody pointed out something that now makes me kind of sad. Um, towards the end of Bob's life, his paintings became more monochromatic. And uh, so the other day I was watching and it, he was older and there it was. It was this purple and black nighttime woods painting. And I was like, oh, Bob's about to die. Oh, really? Yeah. So next time you're watching Bob Ross, just look for that. Uh, I haven't seen any uh, reruns of Bob Ross in a while. Oh, I'm on the Bob Ross channel. Uh, Vizio has a free okay. Bob Ross channel. Bob Ross all day, every day. Uh, and then when there's breaks, like as they're queuing up the yeah. next episode, yeah. there'll be like little graphics of like whales floating through a cityscape. And you're mm-hmm. like, this makes no sense, but I'm very relaxed. It's, it's very strange. It's clearly people how, in mushrooms. How long has he been going now? Oh, I don't know. I, I know mean, his paintings. always with us. I know his paintings are worth a lot of money now, some of the originals, weirdly enough. Um, but uh, yeah, the demand for a. Oh, man, he passed in 95. In 95, and you used to give those away. You used to give them away to friends. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a Bob Ross original, think about mm-hmm. cashing that bad boy in. Yeah, he's a good dude. Anyway, uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about this uh, high-speed chase, eh? Man, you know what? The It's so crazy because, like, the week after Christmas leading up to New Year's is, like, the slowest news cycle ever. It's the slowest of the year. And then, like, after New Year's Day, it's, like, lit. Like, for some reason. Yeah, well. You know, New Year's Eve through the second, people just lose their minds. All the bad decisions are getting uh, (laughs) recapped for the next month. Yeah. Right. Totally. I got a finger's getting blown off. I got a foot in the hot springs. and <laughs> Right. Dude, I mean, machetes everywhere. That stuff takes time to sort out. Um, so this is in New Jersey. Uh, some residents woke up to a dramatic scene New Year's Day after a stolen car went airborne and smashed into a house. Jeez. North Caldwell police got a call just after midnight. Nothing good happens after See, I, I thought this was a tie into Bob Ross and it smashed into his old house or something. I no. thought you were tr- tying it together. No, I'm not. Oh, all right. I just wanted to play some Bob Ross because it's relaxing. Go crazy, man. Um, Anyway, uh, the police got a call after midnight on Monday that a stolen car drove over an embankment on Hilltop Drive and fell about 21 feet. You can paint that into your little happy uh, forest anytime you want. It landed on a house below. Uh, Give me PC2. Okay. (laughs) This is a car crash and the witness, Jackie, talking about what happened. We heard garage doors banging real loud. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was a car on top of a car. Just thankful nobody got hurt. A car on top of a car? Yeah, it, it, it landed on the house below, and uh, after the dramatic fall, the driver was parked on the embankment and approached by two officers. So, must have went out in the garage. It's, I don't know. Driver managed to escape the crumpled vehicle. Tried to flee the scene. He's fleeing the scene! Okay. 
Uh, police were screaming. The kids were screaming. <laughs> they were telling everyone to get inside. Yep. I saw them running and the cops arresting someone. The female passenger had to be rescued from the car, taken into custody along with the driver once police caught up to him. Lieutenant. Dan, he's sure is fast for just getting in a car. Accident. Lieutenant Dan was always telling us to get down and be quiet. <laughs> uh, no bystanders or residents were hurt in wow. some sort of miracle. A uh, close call for a girl who wasn't far from the crash. So there's a little girl out there that was pretty close. Nope. Both suspects were released from the hospital, but they're in police custody still. It was um, uh, 21 feet embankment. Wow. That's a long fall. You got time no. to think about how you effed up. It reminds me of the Milwaukee overpass where the guy drove mm. over the overpass and somehow lived. Totally. That's so crazy because we were just in Milwaukee. and. No. And we always talk, me and Avery always talk about it. We talk about it every time where, like, we cut off to go to Mitchell, and mm-hmm. you're up on, you know, you get up on some of those. You're, we were heading downtown. You're like, uh, um, over past Plankerton there. And uh, just, it's like this, it's like a marvel of civil engineering. Totally. It's mind blowing every time I go there. Yeah. And then we always review the guy that went off the embankment and Be- dropped. How many feet did he drop? And he landed on his four tires, and everything was okay, besides the crap in his yeah. pants. You could do that a hundred times and not land right to live. And uh, the odds of not hitting a car. I always think when I'm in Milwaukee, going through the maze of overpasses downtown. Like, imagine if they were engineering that, and, and they were about halfway across, about eighty feet up in the air, and you're like, I don't think this road's going to end where uh, where it's supposed to. He goes, That's all right. Just connect it to whatever comes over here. Right. The connection is off by like a foot. No, well, not just that. I don't think this is going where it was supposed to. It doesn't. We'll connect it to that one. We'll, well, they'll eventually get there. And the, it's uh, incredible. You, people still had to get downtown. Mm-hmm. So, like, you think the traffic was never stopping. There was still shuffling people around. Yeah. It's yeah. just mind-blowing to me how they could. It's like a Hot Wheels track. It really right. is. I absolutely love it. I, yeah. I, I, I gaze in wide wonder. Every, I do, too. Every and time the, I'm over there. I'm always like, am I simple that this just amazes me? <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody had to, within a millimeter, make sure that yes. all fit together. It is incredible. Right. I give them all the credit in the world. Completely. See, and this is why you need to trust in the jug handle. <laughs> man, and then I think, man, one... Good shaker out of that. What's our our fault line here in the Midwest? Oh yeah, out of St. Louis. I forget the name of it. What is it like one good shaker, man? <laughs> would be on top of that thing. But uh, Douglas Fault. Uh, no, that's extends not it. from Ashland, Wisconsin, to the no. Twin Cities. Okay, no, it's the one that goes south. I think. Okay, out of St. Louis. It's famous. It, it and and Ohio gets is it too. Bonafide. Bonafide. Fault lines are everywhere in Wisconsin, but mostly hidden, especially, or except in Waukesha. What? 60, this is from 2015. 68 years ago, Milwaukee was the epicenter of an earthquake. Oh, really? Yeah. How big it was it? Well, let's listen to what? the report okay. from Chris yeah, hit Longinger. Me. Hit me up. Oh, I knew it would be an ad. No free advertising here, you dickbags. Hey, five bucks a commercial. Oh, now I gotta. Nobody rides for free. It's been a long time since the earth moved right under our feet here. We've felt earthquakes centered in neighboring states, but 68 years ago tomorrow, 
Milwaukee was the very epicenter. WISN 12 News' Chris Gloninger uncovers the faults which lie below and changes and chances of it happening. The 1947 quake was big news. Before local television even existed, it covered the front page of both the journal and Sentinel. City Hall employees raced into the streets and phone lines were cluttered by callers trying to find out what had happened. What the hell? We feel them from other regions, but that's the last one that actually occurred Nerd. in southeast Wisconsin. UWM seismologist Brett Ketter says fault lines are everywhere. In Wisconsin, they're rarely active and most are hidden, except in Waukesha. It just so happens with the quarry being there, it's one of the only exposures for it. We know it's there, but that's the only, one of the only places you can actually see it. Cool. From News Chopper 12, you can see the fall. Oh, wow. It looks like a mass jutting from a flat wall of rock. Oh, wow. A similar feature likely lies below the city of Milwaukee, causing the 47 quake. Some of you might have never experienced an earthquake, but on Saturday, you may have felt this. Some shaking from an earthquake centered 130 miles away in lower Michigan. Earthquake energy travels very, very efficiently through what we call bedrock. It's why we're not immune to feeling earthquakes in the Midwest. During the last glacial period, there was several miles of ice sitting right on top of the earth. So that obviously depresses the crust. So we might obviously. be seeing that crust pushing back up. Regardless, we likely won't see a quake stronger than a 4.5 in these parts. Meteorologist Chris Gloninger. You know. It's a 4.5. That's a, well, the one in, That's what was the big one in Alaska where the road raised about 20 feet? That was like a 10 shaker, man. That was a huge, like a 9 or a 10. That's like end of the world stuff. Wouldn't it be weird if you were in Milwaukee at the Bobblehead Museum and you're just staring at some bobbleheads and all of a sudden, they all the heads start shaking. Uh, yeah. You think you Shout were? Shout out to the Bobblehead Museum, dude. Total plug for the Bobblehead Museum. Uh, March 27, 1964, um, at 5:36 p.m., an earthquake of magnitude 9.2 occurred in Prince William Sound, Alaska. Yeah, that was the big, big bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Those are scary. Man, 9.2. Yeah. Oh, dude. that's like uh, asteroid impact stuff. And then there was a tsunami. Yeah. Man, oh man. Yeah, but I think uh, I think a lot of our stuff we get here is from other states. Does that count? I think that we're. I think yeah, we're like. I mean, we can still feel it. Yeah, like side effects. Yeah. I remember we had one. I felt, I've only felt one here in Wisconsin, and it was in the early 2000s or so. There was a couple of notable shakers. Mm -hmm. It's the only time I've ever weirdly felt something move. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> what it, are you moved, about? it moved a little. Yeah. Um, are, okay, are you talking about the New Madrid Fault? That's the that's, big one. That's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's the one that's going to kill us all. <laughs> that's the Midwest. That's like Missouri or something, isn't it? Yeah, it goes from yeah. Charleston, Missouri to Cairo, Illinois. Yeah, there you go. So That's the one I think we feel when we feel something. This is from March 3rd last year. Experts say the central U.S. needs to be ready for the next earthquake. 7 to 10% chance of a magnitude 7 or greater in the next 50 years. Around here? In the New Madrid zone. Oh, wow. I'm staying off of overpasses. for the. <laughs> well, now I'm scared. Everybody stay home. Yeah, I, was, I felt like it was, uh, I couldn't even give you a ballpark. But it was the Madrid that we, that mm -hmm. we felt. Yeah, yeah. Everybody felt it. Totally. Either that or they're in denial. So there you go. I feel like we are overdue. I feel like there's 
With all these volcanoes and, and California earthquakes, I feel like there's bad news on the way. I feel like it's been too calm I, I, for too I, long. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's like things are moving in a bad direction. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.